you know, this Stock Exchange Wednesdays is about discipline. Title of it is my dad was my first cop. So the whole story, whole premise behind this is like, I come from a strict disciplinary home, right? So it's like, who's scared of their dad? Raise your hand, like scared. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna get into it. This is gonna be funny. So, first of all, who was who was raised in a house? The first question is gonna be who was raised in a house that was really strict versus like that Brady Bunch type of like discipline. Like you know, hey, everything's all right, honey. Everything's gonna be okay. Very strict house. Yeah. How so? Well, we couldn't get anything less than a B, and we got whoopings, not spankings. We, we, you from Chicago, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it like that in the city. So, no, the funny part about it is, like, when I think about all the whippings I got, like, I, my brother never got any beatings, like, ever. Like, I was the one that probably beat him behind my parents' back, but he never got anything. So, you know, it was just nutty. So, who grew up in a, a single-family home versus a two-parent home? Single here. Okay. So, because there's a difference, I think, in the discipline that happens in either home, right? So, who was a disciplinarian in your home? Was it mom or dad? My mama. Really? <laughs> yeah, my daddy. My daddy was working all the time. So. I said, mom came for you, huh? Yeah, man. She was, she was on it 24-7. <laughs> so, okay. So, what type of punishments did you get? Uh, it wasn't no go go to your rooms. I tell you that. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember those. No, no, no. It My mom's is like it was like a standing hit on where you at standing hit with your standing policy. You know, you too close, bang. It's like that. Yeah. So it, it was hilarious. What's the craziest um, punishment you think anyone? I'm in on this. What's the craziest punishment you ever received? Go telling you. Telling you to go grab a switch off a tree. That's <laughs> yeah, I got that. Uh, everybody got that. Oh, one. Got yeah, that. grandma, grandma <laughs> make me get the switch off the tree. I was just talking about this on my group meet today. I had everybody vote if they believe in spankings, but uh, my craziest punishment my mom actually kicked us out the house. We was like six and eight. She told us to pack our bags, and get out. <laughs> oh, you got the pre, you got the precursor. Oh, I had that. <laughs> But it was, it was real and it happened like 16, which is hilarious. So who was rebellious as a kid? So, okay, I need to know what your idea of rebel was. Go ahead, Gina, tell me. Any any kind of rebel. My mother was a school teacher. So, and and her birthday's like a week after mine. So we, we're both Aries. So it was just like. Aries is a trip. Y'all are, y'all, oh, y'all are sensitive and you're strong. So I don't know how that even mixes in anything. You in Aries, James? Yep. When's your birthday? 21st, March. No one's going to hurt your feelings, big guy. I'm going to be real nice. <laughs> One of my best friends is in Aries. Hilarious. But no. My, I, I my mother it. locked me out the house. A couple of times? Oh, yeah. you were staying out too late. You know you was playing. You shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, I still can't tell time to this day. <laughs> It didn't work. It didn't work. That's how rebellious I am. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I was a nut. I was a super nut, but I did respect that household. My mother used to come get me off the corner. Like, if you didn't get in the house, okay, so I come from when that light goes off, you're supposed to be in the house. I did. 
Yes. So if that light goes off and you ain't in the house, don't let her have to put on her stocking cap and put on her shoes because she got her little flower 60s belt with her. You hear me? And she coming for me. And it didn't matter because she's going to embarrass you in front of your friends. And I got that. But my mom I, has, so I got my friends back later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom has come to parties after. Come, come oh, to parties oh, I was oh. supposed to be after after me. So <laughs> they just show up, right? That's hilarious. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. If it wasn't for the strict, okay. So it's, has everybody who who was not raised in a strict house? Raise your hand. Okay, Steph. I need <laughs> to get the contrarian view. Come on, please set yourself up for that one. I, and yeah, I was telling my husband, I was like, I feel like I'm, I've missed out because. <laughs> oh no, you didn't miss out. You, you're good. You turned out to be a good egg. See, they had to whip some sense into most of us. <laughs> so most of us had to get, get it. But yeah. like, what would? So have you ever been on punishment? No. Are you serious? Because wow. my, I was, I kept to myself because my mom remarried. So. I pretty much kept to myself and I would be down my grandmother's house a lot. So, you know, I was just like a, I was a latchkey kid. I was responsible, kept to myself, did my work. You were one of those uh, children that actually worked out because typically you could have been probably rebellious. I mean, the first oh, 100% because my stepfather was not the nicest, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Yeah, but I come God. from that household. <laughs> but like, God, um, but you know, it's um, it, it all worked out. So, but yeah, no, no problem. That's the funny thing, no, I um, my my stepdad came into my life when I was seven, right? And we weren't like we were cool for the first six years, and then my brother was born, and then now he has a son. It was it was over after that. So you could probably imagine it was just it was the sickest um, upbringing of trying to understand what was happening at the same time, trying to be a youth and a man at the same time, right? Um, the abuse was crazy when you really think about it. Um, and we, you know, I could say that was discipline. Yeah, I guess, you know, but I was like, hey, but I gotta say, if I didn't go through what I went through, I wouldn't be right here now. So everything was on plan. So I'm not mad. And, and matter of fact, <laughs> my stepdad became my father if you know what I'm saying. And in a certain point in time, and this is where I realized these things make sense for people to hear and understand, because um, I wrote about it in my book. It's if, when you're young and you get married, first of all, you're young and you got married. So you're immature in certain cases, in certain areas, right? So when my dad met my mom, she was 20 and my dad was 30, you know? And so he, how many 30 years, olds do you know are mature these days being real like guys not many not many think about right so when you really think about it the behavior was so crazy when i wound up making records and became successful i remember being on soul train and getting a call after the show aired by my dad I, my stepdad i would not answer the I would do nothing. You know, now everybody wants to know me. I felt like Mike Jones. So, but the reality behind it was, um, it took me eight years past 30 to forgive 1000% because it was a point where I had to 
um, come to terms with me not knowing everything as a man. So I had to kind of go that route. So it was, it was very interesting, the dichotomy that happened along the way, but it turned out he became my best friend because now at 50, he's mature, right? He did certain things I had to let go and, and, and forgive, right? Which is the hardest thing ever on the planet to do when you come through a, a crazy upbringing like I came through. But at the same token, it was the, it made me get through everything without a hitch. Like I don't, you know, okay. So everybody heard me say bridges and ladders before some part of their conversation with me. Everything's about a bridge and a ladder. It's always about positivity. It's never going to be about negative. Why? Because I've already went through the negative part and I had a chance to be that and it didn't work out. So I might as well be everything that got me out any sense. So let's get back to the, the topic at hand when it comes down to the, the discipline piece. How do you think the discipline that you went through as a child um, either saved you or made you into the person you are? Who wants to take it? All right. I, I, I was raised as a Pentecostal home. My dad was a Pentecostal pastor, so it was real strict. <laughs> um, I think with me, it made me to be strong to the point of knowing that when I grew up, there was a lot of things I couldn't couldn't do, and mm-hmm. I dealt with it. So it it it, it helped me to, to be able to do it, deal with life better because my 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 parents were tough. So mm-hmm. it wasn't a it wasn't a you know walk in the park. So I think that experience helped me to deal with life in, in a constructive manner. When when problems came about, I knew how to struggle and, and get through them. If that makes any sense. Yes, sir. What about you, Nell? I saw you raise your hand. Sorry. Uh, my husband's at work today, and I'm with the kids. <laughs> uh, if I think if I wouldn't have gotten the many whippings that I got, I think I would have probably been in jail. Um, uh, and my life would have ended up very, very difficult. My dad was, my parents were really old school, and I'm in my 30s, but... I got the whooping for my brother and I got the whooping for me. So if my brother got in trouble, I got in trouble. And if something went wrong, I got it. So I know that one time I was grounded for six months. I couldn't go out to go play. I had bad grades. I had ADHD. I just was really like, I was really, my intentions were never bad, not to like, I wanted to destroy something. Those weren't my intentions. My intentions were I like the challenge. And mm. I'm here where I am today because of the whoopings. But I'm my dad, when, when I went off to college, he said, the first thing he says is that you and I are a lot alike. We have a free spirit. We, we like the challenge, but we need to focus on the correct challenge, that it's not a negative challenge, but a positive challenge. So I, if it wasn't for that, I, for sure, I was arrested. I was, I was, I was there. Mm -hmm. And, but if it wasn't, yes, I was like that border that if I didn't get the whooping, I for sure, I didn't come out like Stephanie. My brother did. (laughs) My brother was like, oh, okay. My mom says, don't cross that line. I'm not crossing it. I was like, my mom said, don't cross that line. I'm going to go walk it, past it, a whole mile out. So if it wasn't for the whoopings, I wouldn't. I would 
be lost. Absolutely. Let's put it this way. And if anyone wants to chime in, they can. Um, I think that like, I had a every healthy- Every child is different. No, every Yes, yes. I mean, you know, yeah. listen, everybody can't be one way. If that's the case, mm -hmm. then this world would be lopsided, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We need that left and we need that right. Um, but I, I would say that I was uh, in, uh, I, I could have been the man, I, you know, not the, re, not, I go back in my head. Like, for instance, today, a friend of mine sent me in the mail. I got six CDs. I used to go MC at the park when I was 19 and 18 years old and they recorded them. So I caught the CDs today and it just took me way back. I mean, like way back. And it's crazy, but I have to say, as far as the discipline part of it coming up, like, yeah, I had a healthy respect for my dad, even though I couldn't stand him, right? When it came to my mom, the same thing. My mother, my mother I think my mother was worse than my dad. My mom was crazy. Like, she, I mean, she was 17 years old, so she was a little cuckoo. Right. But I would say that um, that taught me respect for law and order. All right. And like you said, I think that um, it kept me out of jail. It kept me it kept me in line. Like I knew even though I was out there running with the wolves, I knew what was right and what was wrong. And because I was like I was the quiet guy in the middle of everybody. So no one ever knew about how I thought. You understand? That's would you be like, really? You were? Yeah, really was. I don't talk to people that like, okay, just to keep it 100, like I'm not a social person, even though I'm social in this platform, which means when I go outside during the pandemic, I'm like 15, 20 feet, please. And I'm always carrying on my left hip, always like 1000%, right? And then, you know, that type of thought process and with the pandemic, it's made me even more standoffish because the way people act in it, which is kind of crazy, right? So blame that behavior on my youth. That behavior right there, even though I know I have my full faculty, <laughs> I know the right from wrong, and I know Curtis, you know, I have the manners that go with it. It, it also makes me recognize when people don't, all right? But the, the question is, what are some of the ways besides beating you that your parents disciplined you. Go ahead, James. I, I came from a strict house, but it wasn't the way y'all had it. Uh, and it's kind of what I run a strict house, the same principle. It's high expectations. Like my father set expectations from day one. Like you didn't come home with B's, you got A's. <clears throat> and that was just it. There was, it wasn't accepted. So that's what we did. We got A's, you know, and, uh, you didn't get in trouble with your mom. You didn't talk back. It wasn't, I mean, the expectation was there. You didn't do that. You know, I had a problem when I was a young little kid. I'd, I'd get into conversation with the adults and butt my two cents in. I don't know how many times I got wrapped on the back of the head for that one. You know, he'd catch you from behind, wow, <laughs> you know, and let you know, hey, you speak to when you're spoken to. That's it. You don't speak otherwise. And But, but it, it wasn't like, I didn't get many beatings. I ain't getting, you know, when he did, it wasn't bad. I think the worst beating I ever got was from my uncle. You know, it's like, I, we didn't get that, but we also just didn't do that. We had responsibility and that was it. There was no coming down from that. And I treat my kids the same way. You know, it's, you got to push that button and let them know from day one, this ain't going to float. 
You're not going to do it. And like you said, I've been, I got kicked out of my house as a teenager. Shit, my, my dad grabbed me by the pants one time behind me and threw me face first, skipped my face all up on the sidewalk in front of my girlfriend and everything else. Cause I told him, I don't need you. <laughs> you know? And, and my dad was what? Five, six, 125 pounds with his clothes on wet. And he wore a belt. He wore one of those big buckle you know, belt. engraved Texas belt yes, sir. And on the back of it. On the back of it, it said heavy. And he was he was all of 125 pounds. Uh, you know, that was his nickname, Heavy. And he was he was a state champion boxer. So he was a tough guy, but but he never brought that to us. He brought a lot of love. He brought a lot of uh, was always there for whatever you wanted to do. Like I, I rode skateboards as a kid and everything. Like he let me build ramps from 12 years old. I used power tools myself and built it all myself. But he also I cut grass since I was probably 10. You know, and then when I got to be 14, he made me quit cutting grass and go get a job. Mm-hmm. Like, Dad, I'm making $200 a week. No, you're going to learn to work for somebody else. You're going to learn why you don't want to work for somebody else, you know? I got a question. Who had chores when they were kids? So I, did. So I lived right across the street from a park. And you see, and I played basketball. And you saw like two or three full courts being run. So every time I Saturday morning came, you heard outside the window these speedboats going and people running and playing basketball and on the other side of the park was baseball. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to run out. My mother's like, Arr! did you clean the bathroom? Did you Windex the Windex? What is it? What is that other one? Pledge. Pledge the counters. Remember we had the wood, right? Did you do the pledge? And nope, got to do, and you got to do laundry. And see, back then there was mad in the house. We had to get the cart. Remember those carts? You had to get the cart, put the bag in, and I had to walk that bag all the way up like a half a mile away, do laundry for two hours, come back, mad, pouting, the whole nine, and then I can go to the park when it was over, which is super crazy to me. All right, I'm going to switch it up a little bit unless someone has something to say on that. So how many of you guys are aware of corporal corporal punishment laws when it comes down to children what do you know talk about it all the time they (laughs) i have a pair i let it out um (laughs) i don't know how to say this but whooping your child after you give them one or two warnings i think it merits a good whooping um, but I think that there's a gray area with where a lot of people are just hanging on to it, that it's corporate punishment to give your child discipline and um, they're holding on to it. They're saying that basically you can't uh, take out a belt, you can't whip yeah, you them. You can't hit them with anything and you can't have, they can't have bruises. You can't, they can't be physically harmed to the point where you can touch see the after effect. Yeah. Yes. But, but here's the reality. I come from the school mm-hmm. of that did not exist. So yeah. if mom wanted to run a train through my forehead, the train <laughs> went through my forehead. Does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah. You know, I never forget. I was sitting, we was going to Jones Beach for some of you guys who might be from New York. I was going to Jones Beach with my uncle, my aunt, and my mother. And I used to take kickboxing, jujitsu, kung fu, all of that when I was a kid, right? So my mother said something to me and I didn't answer in time. Mm. You get it? You get the countdown? Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't answer in time. And a hand swap hit me in the mm-hmm. face, but I didn't budge. So my uncle, who was always <laughs> like the instigator, was like, 
<laughs> Look at him. You gonna let that? <laughs> right. So then my mother went. Uh, she went ham. You know, oh. ham. You went ham. And I never forget that. But there was no such thing as calling the cops. No. There's no such thing as you know child abuse. Mm -hmm. This is just what you went through as a kid. Is that now you got all these people who are all sensitive about it, and and I understand it, but it's like okay. Um, you can't like the government getting involved, that socialist thing we always talk about, right? So the government getting involved with you raising your child, mm -hmm. does that impair you as a parent is the question. Go ahead, James. I think a lot of that problems we have with that is comes from consistency with the parents and, and the younger, I say younger, my, our generation, uh, our parents were tough on us. So we think we got to be tough on our kids in that way. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the parents don't put the time in with their kids and to show them consistently. They just see something wrong. So they beat them. Kids don't get anything from that. All they do is get beat. Mm -hmm. They don't change their attitudes. They don't change what they're doing. It doesn't change anything. All it does is make them resent it. And as you become more rebellious. Uh, and I think that's where the problem with the corporal, Punishment. Uh, punishment is, is, is a bad thing. With that being said, if it's used right, and like I said, in my case, the way I was raised is like, we didn't, I might've got six, seven beatings my whole life, you know, good whippings I'm talking about. And I deserved them all, but the expectation was set. And if you strayed off that line, you got it, you know? And it, it didn't, this time I didn't get nothing. This time I do. And that's the problem with today. Like, people don't spend time with their kids right now. They don't, they don't pay attention to what their kids are doing. And then they see one time that the kid does something wrong and they go crazy. And instead of having it every time and being part of that kid's life, that makes, that's what makes change. And I think that's a difference that between, you know, abuse and discipline, right? There's a difference, yeah. I think, you know, but who, who can definitively define what that difference is? Because you brought up a good point, James. Go ahead, Eric. Well, you should live with a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Florida. <laughs> she can define it for you. Um, it, it's, well, if your handprint lasts more than 24 hours is the law. Bruce Lee. Um, that's actually the law in the state of Florida. Um, but, but this but you is don't a, actually this have the corporal to, punishment state, just so you know. Yeah, but, but your handprint cannot last more than 24 hours. I know. I'm just saying, just stating. Um, but it doesn't have to be corporal punishment. My dad did labor camp. So because he owned a construction company, if I, depending on the crime, I got taught that, okay, you want to you wanna do that? Here's what you'll be doing the rest of your life. Take these blocks and make it small rocks. And if I've determined that you did not make them small enough, then I am going to whoop your ass. So there you go. And he would leave. And if I did not have enough small rock when he got back, I would get what I needed to have happen. So we did not have to have that. I knew what was coming. Um, or I would work on a block crew or I became concrete guy or so I knew mm, I don't want to do any of that. So I learned real quick. Mm, so, I don't need any of that. So I got a question. <laughs> um, when it comes down to government being in your home, and you're, you know, kind of dictating how and what type of discipline you can give to your children. Is everybody 100% against that? 
Get the hell out of my house. Right. Yeah, like, yeah not I, my I'm house. One hundred percent. I understand the reason that they did it because there was a lot of abuse going on, mm-hmm. meaning that people were, you know, beating their child to the point of, like was stated, having bruises, broken bones, so forth and so on. I think the, when the government gets involved, they come in and, and go overboard with trying to set rules, right? They don't go halfway. They go full way. And they, instead of saying, well, you can do it for this, that, and the other, they say you can't do it at all. And that has an effect. So government getting involved, I would say, usually is a problem. <laughs> it, it always it's Whenever someone sticks your, their hands into your household, it's a problem. It doesn't matter what for. You know, it's, it's, you know, we always like to say, that's my business, mind yours, right? That's just the bottom line. So I got to, let's reverse it. Who is against um, discipline in a physical manner? Raise your hand. No one's against it? Wow. Please. So, you know, me, I, yeah, listen, I, I am. Sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> is that you, Gina? Yes. It sounded like you. Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> give it to him. My yeah, my my, my oldest son when he was fifth, he was a good kid. He was always like my love child, my little lovey boy. He was and even now he's twenty seven years old. He's just you know he calls. He's like mom, and he just like he's still in the video games. He like develops computer stuff. I don't know. He's just tall set, still in the Sonic the Hedgehog. But when he got to the point where he was a little bit taller than me, I was like, I just need to let him know who's who. And I just like punched him in the chest for no reason. Oh, and God help you. That's abuse, <laughs> Gina. That's abuse. Like, you just can't hook off on your kid like, hiya. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, you can't. She, she's why you can. Yes, yeah, you Stephanie's can. like, yeah. I did it. I could. Yes, I 100% agree with you. And, and I agree, not, Gina. And it wasn't I like agree. To abuse I agree. Him. We all agree. You have to agree. My, trouble, boy. My 12 year old. Hey, I have women, a 12 year old. Yeah. I agree. I have a 12 year old who is 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, He's taller than me. He's 12 years old. And sometimes he just has to understand that. Now pull up. Mommy, you have to establish. Right. You have to establish the order of right. your pack. Right. Listen, you coyotes. No, no, no. You have to. So now hey, he your knows. Mama did don't you step that. to mommy. Yes. I mean, don't step I didn't, to mom. You already know she I did. I'm just I having fun knowing that someone. Hold on. I'm just having fun knowing that it happened outside of my household too. It wasn't just me getting it. <laughs> and it's only six I got it for everybody on this screen. Cause you talking about six, multiply that by 10 games. I mean like, whoo, I got them. I, you I, was, I was fighting time. every day though. I was dragging just kids. Not, I was just knocking your son out on, your, on, a, on a step. And then, and then I got caught about it. And then I get my butt beat. I was setting fires in the back of your house. I was sick as a little kid. Like, so yeah, that, yeah I deserved every single beating I got. <laughs> really well, well, yeah, he, I just, you know, I just need to make sure that, and he was like, what'd you do that for? And I was like, I just needed you to understand. We all good? We're good. And but imagine, all. imagine if she wouldn't have done that. Like, I know a couple that have one son, one, and that son runs the house. And 
I told my husband and I, we made a decision. We, we don't hang out with you. I don't want anything to do with you. You're not welcome at my house. You're great people, but your kid is not welcome at my house because there's no discipline. They think that discipline is corporal punishment. So, you know, you have to do that. Once in a while, you got to remind the kid, hey, I'm boss. And it doesn't matter what size you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess. I know. agree with her. I agree with her 100%. I guess. Listen. Yeah, especially with boys. Especially with boys. <laughs> well, you're right. And like, see, I, was, I, was, I wasn't a single parent, but we were divorced. I mean, we lived like 10 minutes away from each other. But like in my, I'm not, I'm not calling your father. You're going to deal with me. This is my house. I'm not inviting him in here to handle stuff. We're going to handle it right here. Okay, so I got a question. Let me clear this up right now. What was the age of your first child? Come on, bring it. Was there any teenage mothers over there? 17. 17? I'm 17. Who else? Well, I'm not 17. My wife, my mom had me at 17. So we kind of figured out. Anybody else? Don't have none. 24. 24? 27. 27. Uh, what, was, what was that? 21? 21. I don't know. Say, you don't know. <laughs> okay. Minus 31. 31. Okay. So. I had to do the math. The question is really, do you think the teenage. I was 20 years old. So, okay. Let me get into it. Do you think the abundance of children having children kind of adds to the to lack of discipline in the children? Yes. You know, like, uh, I was looking at, a, hold tight, I was looking at a fun fact, and like 21 million t- teenage pregnancies between 15 and 19 years of age. Out of the 21 million, 12 million of them have the kid, right? So I, I know, you know, I can't, I, I can't talk about certain things that happened in the past, but I can only tell you that um, that I think that is a that is an issue because when you got a thirty year old raising a seventeen year old, I think that contributes to the the craziness that happens in our society from a standpoint of discipline. You know, so I got another question for you guys. Um, first of all, who was raised by their grandparents? I know I was because of the seventeen year old mom. We didn't know whether we was going to have some Kool Aid or we was going to have Franks. So grandma had to come in and, and make it happen. And I think, especially back then, when you're talking about, I was, I was born in the 60s, so the, um, a lot of things were happening and you needed to have a strong person in that household. And discipline was taught crazy. Like my mother and my dad taught discipline through hitting and beating. My grandmother taught discipline through fighting. Like I had to fight my best friend. Anyone come from that craziness? It was nuts. It's like every single day. And if I lost the fight, I would get a beating. So I got really good at fighting. Because <laughs> grandma, I was scared of grandma um, more than I was scared of anybody, which is crazy. But the, uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the hitting and all that stuff, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I know I'm, I'm, I got, if my son needs it, he's going to get it. That's just the bottom line. He going to get it. And he going to know where it came from, too. I'm still working out to this day. I ain't going to be 60, 70 years old, can't swing a lick. I'm going to be right there with him. What you say? And if not, if all those fails, I tell him my back hurt, but my finger work. Let's go. But anyway, so 
in California, there's the penal <laughs> look at Stephanie. In California, there's the penal code. And it's uh, penal code 273D PC, right? And it's it's also known as the corporal or the injury uh, of a child, you know, law, whatever. So you know you cannot, like it's against the law to physically harm a child in California. Did anyone know that? Yeah, they're real liberal there, so. Is anybody surprised by that? Well, I mean, you got, listen, first of all, I can't understand that part. What, what do you, if your child, so that means tell me your child can just say anything they want to say to you, do anything you want to do, come home with any type of report card, and you're supposed to be like, here, hold that. You good? Yep. That's what they want us to do. Yeah. Why I would never live there. I said to my dead. wife, I can't go there until he's older. Yeah. Well, that's that, that brings dead. back to what my mom used to say. I either beat you now or the police are going to beat you when you when you get older. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. I heard that. I got that for a lot. I mean, I mean, now kids now have already have an, a terrible sense of entitlement, even if you snatch them up in the collar. Like, how dare you? Like my 12 year old, because, um, you know, I have the oops. So, you know, my other kids are 21 to 31 and I got the 12 year old. Call it the oops. She's the surprise. You call it the oops. oops. I got the I got oops. Form. Listen, I got, sneakers, I got the oops. Yo, holla at me. I got those new oops. That's, that's my baby. Sorry. That's my baby. But she, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that she knows that her name is not surprise. But, um, but you know, you'll do stuff to her. She's like, that's child abuse. And she's like, quit bullying me. And I'm like, girl, you know what I'm bullying you? This is nothing. Listen, you know they got that number on speed dial, right? That's why she don't have a phone. That's okay. <laughs> they call a friend, call a friend. They got the internet. So, so here's, but here's the law. This is funny. It's like, okay, so it makes physical injury of a child a misdemeanor or a felony punishable up to six years. Could you yeah. imagine going to jail for disciplining your child what would you be saying in that cell for 365 days times six? Kevin, I'll see you in one day after I get out. Um, for physical abuse? I said, is there a description of well, their, let, me, um, let me give it to you. Is there a definition? Examples of child abuse for, include. For, um, physical harm? Let me give it hmm? to you. Let me give it to you. So examples of child abuse include slapping a child hard enough to leave a mark, punching a teenage boy for staying out too late, hitting a child with a belt harder than it is than, than, than it is reasonable in order to discipline her. So what if you got like vulnerable skin? Hey, who judges that? Right. Like, uh, how, how do they gauge? Anyway, go ahead. To me, there's no gauge. It's called doo -doo 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 -doo. my mother hit me. -doo -doo -doo. Yeah. My father That's hit me. Much. And now you got to be pulled down and you got to prove now it's your word against them. But then guess what? You got the state involved. So yeah. that child's of a certain age, you got problems, right? Because I'll be like, I'll say to KJ, listen, you two, you got to go pack your bags. I know you two, you're going to be okay. Talk listen, that happened to, to a friend of mine's daughter, got upset at her and pretty much lied on her in school. They called, the, called her mother in just because the child said that her mother hit her. So it happens in Michigan. 
It's dogs it's, like that in Michigan. It, it, I'm about to wind up. It's crazy. So let me go. I'm going to go left and I'm going to go right. We're going to bring you back to the center again. So, like, who remembers getting getting in trouble in the neighborhood? Because I come from the old school neighborhood, right? And and the neighbor beating you. Mm -hmm. Did anyone call mm -hmm. from the neighbor? Neighbor well, never I, beat I, me. Relatives. But I I'm got able to tore them up. No, but I had. Uh, listen, this is like the Brady Bunch. We need to <laughs> at a time. Okay, what are we going to say, Miss Andrea Martin? I was like, you said that anybody get a beaten by the neighbor. Yeah. Right. No, but I can, I've never gotten a beaten by a neighbor, but my mother gave an entire elementary school permission to go in if they need be. So I got. Really good grades. Let's okay, so just put we, it that we, way. We're going to get back there. Go ahead, James, because I'm coming back there. Uh, my dad gave him all permission to whip my butt. If he gets out of line, you got the right to whip his butt. I got it one time, and we all got it. I think like five of us got it. Listen, uh, but I now. went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school, so that, like the, the, the disciplinarians whipped you. Yeah, and it was you. a paddle. They, I mean, they hit you good, too. I'll never forget sitting on I was sick in the office one day sleeping on the couch because my mama couldn't come get me. And my best friend come in there and got his tail whipped right in front of me, crying out his eyes. We couldn't have been but maybe 10, 12 years old. I mean, whipped. Uh, I mean, they have a living boop out of him. That poor boy got hurt. <laughs> Go ahead, Gina. Uh, they, they didn't necessarily have to whip me, but I live next door to my father's parents and around the corner from my mother's parents and down the street from two, two of my grandfather's sisters and one of his brothers. So I literally, and, and even my, my husband and I have known each other since we were eight. You're so from now, Nassau, from Virginia. Yeah, I know, because that's y'all live on the same block. My, my wife's got 15 houses. They all know each other. <laughs> you get smacked on one side of the house, you, get, you come out the other. Bump your head into a, a cow. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. Well, I mean, but from Arlington, I'm by the Pentagon. We're sophisticated. But, <laughs> but, um, but no, so so it's like I was related to like half the neighborhood by marriage and the rest of it by blood. So I mean, you know, so it was yeah, everybody. Yeah, you, yeah, you, bet, you bet not. You was getting it. You was that. And don't cause cause be, well, you get two. One, cause you got in trouble, and two, cause you embarrassed me and somebody else had to discipline you. That was the worst one. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. Listen, I remember okay, this is a really crazy story. So I'm gonna tell it. It's so funny, though. To me, it was. It wasn't funny to anybody else but me. Okay, so my boy... Okay, so there was two Miss Jacksons that lived... One lived on one corner to the left of me, and one lived in the other corner to the right of me, right? So to the left of me, my best friend, one of my best friends, Dave, lived in that house. So I don't know where Dave was that day, but I'm behind Dave's house trying to catch frogs and picking grapes, and then all of a sudden, I got this thing of matches in my hand. I don't know how it happened. So then I set a match and I'm playing with the leaves. You know, in the autumn, the leaves is turning brown, so they're really flammable, right? So then all of a sudden, one leaf caught on, I'm watching it, and then it got really big, right? So now I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I go, this is the hilarious part. You know how you had those little, um, back in the days, that remember the Crisco bowls, Crisco? They were plastic. So it was something like that there. 
So I grabbed that. I lived across the street from the park. I ran all the way to the park to get some water to fill up that little bowl, to run all the way back to the house to try to put the fire out, ran back to the park. I must have made that trip three times and was of no avail. And then I gave up and went into the house, right? So now I'm in the house. Whoop, whoop, everybody, the, the fire department, everybody's coming. And my mother was like, we got to go to the store. I'm like, I'm not going to the store. I got up, went to the store. I'm walking by. Everybody's like, there he is. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the craziest thing. So I got beat for everybody on that block that night. <laughs> everybody on that block. Everybody. And everybody heard it. It was incredible. So, you know, and then you get smacked up beside, you know, who my mother, my parents, my mom really was the one. She was quick to smack me upside my head in, in the middle of a crowd. It didn't matter who was around, who was watching, I was going to get it. So I guess that's why I'm, the way I am these days. But that's just so hilarious. Now, I got a question for you. You know they allow, in certain states, children to be disciplined by teachers. Who has a problem with that? Go ahead, Eric. You got a problem with my kid, I will deal with it. Well, you don't have a no. problem with that. And just because you said something, Eric, in the state of Florida, it's a corporal punishment state. There's only nine, all 50 states you can discipline your child. But in 19 states, the teacher can discipline, and they, <laughs> these paddles are 20 inch, 20, they could be 24 inches long and three inches. And they can hit your child when you can't yourself hit your child to bring that child to home. That's nuts to me. Yeah, so, uh, I was back and beat my behind in a minute, but she didn't allow anybody else to, to hit us. Yeah, me, my brother, no one else could hit us. No, no one else family. If she found out about it, she would, she would have a fit. So no teachers, she would freak. She would have a fit. So you know, my that doesn't happen in my house. Eric, go ahead, Eric. Oh, so on. back in the back in the eighties and nineties in Florida, your parents could give the school permission to paddle your kids. <clears throat> and actually, a funny story about my father: he said no, and they were about to paddle me, and I believe it was elementary school, and my dad was escorted out by the school resource officer because he was going to kill that principal. Yeah, but uh, they decided it was a very bad uh, principal uh, to paddle at least me uh, because he was going to paddle that principal. So. Yeah, you know, in my household, we got this rule. I can hit my child, but you can't touch him. Yeah, exactly. As long as whatever. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. If you touch my child, you might as well kiss goodbye, that type mm -hmm. of thing, because it was going mm -hmm. crazy. But so, you, what they used to do, hmm? sorry, what they used to do to us, I went to a Christian school in Puerto Rico, and mind you, it was an old school school, but they wouldn't hit us. Teachers weren't allowed to hit us. But when we were in trouble, there was no AC. We, we didn't have AC in the, in the school. Um, but when we were in trouble, we were told to sit in the corner where there was sun and it was hotter with two big old encyclopedias. And we had to extend our hands out on our knees. How's that about abuse? Well, that was the discipline. That was the discipline. How's that not sitting? Wait a minute. Sitting in the work? The sun is cutting through your skin. Worked. Heck yeah, it worked. I, nobody there wanted you go. to be out there in the sun. It was not really in it the sun. It only takes one. Like, 
there. Sure. And you're holding big old encyclopedias. Remember that encyclopedias are like this big? And each one weighed like five pounds each each one. So imagine you being, you just have to sit in their knees like that. And it sucked. But I kind of like wouldn't mind that back. I mean, how many kids would the teachers, I mean, granted, there's a lot of parents that don't even discipline their children. And that's probably why the problem continues in school. But I wouldn't mind if the teacher says, go sit out there with your books out there. Uh, you can't, like, you can't punish my child. I'm sorry. I'm a little crazy. <coughs> I don't think reading is okay. Nah, you got no, no. I'm, this, There's you, a lot of people you know, who take it too far. Always good, right? Yeah, Remember? that's I why. Thing, I think the thing that lacks is is relationship. Like, you can't just go ran, just randomly discipline some kid. Like, like my nephews when we were growing up. Oh heck yeah! If you needed to be, you know, yanked up in the collar, I, I'd do it. And and if my sister says something, I yank her up in the collar too. But I had that kind of relationship. My mother is a teacher. My mother taught in D.C. about right in Southeast when crack hit. Wow. She used to keep. Now, now I'm gonna tell you something. Crazy my back mother, then. My mother's a little. She. My mother to this day might weigh 120 pounds. Like like you like you said, your dad. You know, soaking wet. Uh, Aries though, full of fire, big mouth, and she used to keep a stack of books on her desk, not for reading, for hurling. She's like, I'm not throwing my shoe, but you gonna catch this book. She was a shock putter. <laughs> okay, so, so, so hold tight, hold tight. Wow, because um, it lends me it, it before because I I forget where I'm going. Because now we're talking about kids that act out. Now we talk about public displays of anger. Because, you know, you create the monster if you do not tame the monster, right? So now yes, we're talking about yes. acting up in a mall. Now we're talking about throwing up at dinner and they don't get what they want and they throw their food on the table. You just paid for it. What are we doing with that child if we can't do what we need to do? Oh, right. we do what we need to do. Oh, yeah, we, we're going to the bathroom. We do what we need to do. Yeah, we're, I pinch them underneath here, you know, like where nobody sees that I'm pinching you. Like, you better get your stuff together or I'm going to take you to the bathroom. You know, it's a I'm warning. So hold, hold tight. Y'all see, the women are like overbearing a little. So <laughs> now, me, like, I got five kids, so. <laughs> so. So, you know, I mean, I got a set of twins. I got a 13 year old. Uh, I got a five year old, a four year old, and two year old twins. So they all know anybody act out, we're going back to the van. I'm taking everybody back to the van, and you're going to catch a beat down in that van. I'm bringing you back. We're going to sit down to eat. You know, either my wife stays or somebody stays. My 13 year old may stay in there, but I'm taking you back. I'm going to tear that butt up in that van. And we coming back. We're going to fix that face. You're going to go wash your face in the bathroom. You're going to come back. We're going to be fine. You know, but I mean, it's, it's, it's no, it's no, it's no corporal. I mean, it's not like I'm going to abuse a child or anything, but, you know, I, I sometimes just saying I'm going back to the van, you know, it's like they get nervous. Like, oh, my God. You created the Pablo's dog effect. They hear that bell and be like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. So now it's like most of them, I just say, do you want to go back to the van? Oh, no, no, no. I straight no. So it's like just that one time. But, but, but you that, don't got to do it again. That's the fear. Like, I think, and, and I think everybody will agree with me. I think um, our kids need to have a, ha a healthy fear of their parents. Listen, to exactly. parents, part of learning. Yeah. they don't fear us. That's the part of learning. 
But well, well, here's, here's, here's the point to that. If they don't fear us, they're not going to fear the cops. No, they won't. They won't have any respect to authority. Tor- it's like, you know, I'm not trying to get political, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Like the gentleman that got shot in the back, you know, the, t- the cop told him to stop. He had his kids in the back. He did not stop. You saw the video. Regardless of what the cop was wrong, right? He didn't stop. Like, I'm not listening. No authority is going to overrule me. We got that problem in society, period, right? So, because we know we don't want to be ruled, overruled. This is not a dictatorship, but we definitely don't want anyone interfering with our life. So I get that part. But if you get into a a confrontation like that, where one has a gun, forget about being a cop. He has emotions. One has a gun and he's also scared. The other person doesn't. And you got a mouth. You're not going to win the argument. Right? You're just not. And when it comes down to discipline, I think that especially, you know, if you're in that inner city, you got to be taught a certain way. And if you're that kid that never listened, you're that kid that comes up missing, if that makes any sense. Do you want to hit that? Um, yeah. That's it. Repercussions. Every action has a reaction to it, Dave. Yes, sir. I've, 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 I've seen that a lot lately. Um where kids just, they don't respect anything. They don't respect adults. They don't respect anybody around them. And it's just like, it's really harsh because you got people out there like the mother who addressed the kid for hitting her daughter and she ended up dying. You know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it's like, she didn't go out there to fight. She went up there to figure out what was going on while they were bullying her daughter. And she lost her life. I kind of think that our kids, not our kids, it's just certain kids and certain behaviors, because we like to think we don't, we got that snapped. But, um, you know, they write checks that they're, uh, you know, can't cash. And, you know, it depends on the parent, because you do have kids out here that would disrespect you as a woman, no matter what. Um, you know, you as a senior, older, regardless, whatever. Okay, pops, you know, um, you got a lot of that going on. And... I don't think anyone should be taken granted. I mean, you take it for granted. I think that one of the things I learned in martial arts is that everybody can whip your tail. You got to be prepared for everything and anything. You can't be, um, you can't just be out there thinking that you're impregnable. And I think our kids are like that to this day. Um, and, and I think the entitlement, I think Gina brought that up earlier, but mm-hmm. our kids are super entitled, like super entitled. Like I used to live in, I used to like in Maryland, I ran, the um the company in Maryland and I was like amazed at how many kids thought that you know and they were older they weren't even kids they were like 20s early 30s thought that because their parents worked for the government and they lived in like Upper Marlboro or wherever the case they lived that you know they were good and you don't have to listen I had a guy this is true story so funny um I was doing an interview right I'm doing we did these group interviews and so I was doing an interview for my firm. And uh, I, at the end, I finished and they had to fill out some stuff and then they left. And I went to work by the printer and then a, a young man follows me out and he goes, why would I want to be an insurance guy? I have an MBA. And I look at him, I pause. And if you know me, I go, let me ask you a question. Why are you looking for a job? You have an MBA. He got pissed off and walked out. But I looked at it like the entitlement of it all is like, come on, guys. It doesn't like how we raise out. Like, I, I wasn't raised that way. It's, I was raised to respect just the opportunity. You don't know who you're talking to. 
The person in the front could be the owner. And then when you, and when you step out like that, you lose all respect. And then it's like, I, I said this on my Facebook the other day, how you treat me before you know what I can do for you shows me what your character looks like. Because when you find out, yeah, I can, I'm really good in the market. Yeah, I'm really good at that stuff, right? But I don't, it's not who I am, it's what I do. But who I am is, is the person I am and how you treat me. I just want to see where your humility is. I want to see what type of person you are. And I think that if you have parents that are raised from, you know, we were created that way through stone, metal, brimstone, and fire. <laughs> but we were created a certain way where it made us respect where we are now because we went through so much to get here. Right. So when we see people acting up and acting crazy in a time when you can't discipline because they're not allowing you to really take control of those kids the way you really need to do it. I think that creates the problem. And that's why we don't have generational wealth, because what generation are we leaving it to? It's like if the kid doesn't have any discipline and if they lack discipline from not being disciplined. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you leave anything behind in their hands worth having how do how do you leave your legacy to that kid you know i heard Kevin, what you say Sharon? yeah i was saying in barbados we don't have that issue where corporal punishment is a given mm -hmm. however we're having the same challenge you're having where parents are not disciplining their children they're not teaching them the right things. And as you said, they have this sense of entitlement as though, oh, you know, I have a degree and there's nothing you can teach me. <laughs> and, and I'm saying, but you know, you have one degree, I have two, but I've also been putting in the sweat equity. I've been doing this a lot longer than you have been doing it. And when I came into my job, somebody had to teach me how to do my job. But I had to be humble enough to want to learn how to do my job. So oh, we, we are having the same problem. And corporal punishment is a given in, in a Barbadian society. Every parent has been known, well, there are some parents now who don't, who don't use corporal punishment. And those children are like way out there. You know, like yeah. they're, they're I think just way out the there. Child, if you don't have some sort of lines in the house, like it's- it, Exactly. I'm, yeah, you need to have a line there. It's it's like, I'm gonna bring it up because it's almost like we're talking about a little bit, but I need to because it draws my my uh, my example. It's like when I first saw the, the first couple of people getting killed years ago by the police and there was no punishment for the cops, they were just getting off every time. That set a precedent that created what we see now whether you know it or whether you like it or you want to discuss it, it is what it is. And right. whenever you don't punish the behavior, that's a bad behavior, you say it's okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm not going to let you lip off to me. I might hit you in your lip by mistake. Oops, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you're going to stop that today. You get where I'm coming from, it's just not going to happen. And, I, and I'm like that regardless of whether it's a kid or anybody. I just think that you're, you're a person. I'm a person. We should respect each other. If not, let's go to it. Oh, you don't want to do that? Then we should respect each other. I'll let you have the pass, all right? But it, I think it's about respect. But, but more, more importantly, how do we leave something to children like that? 
You know, all of us on this call, everybody in this group is trying to obtain something and, and get to that next level, right? We're trying to make sure that our life can be better and the lives of our children can be better. But if we're not raising children a certain way, we're not going to leave them anything. And if we don't, they're not going to know what to do if we do, right? So if we don't discipline them. And the second thing is, you know, and I was talking to a good buddy of mine the other day, and, you know, he said that his wife does not take part in the investment scenarios. And I said to him, well, how does that work? If you got a couple of million dollars when you retire and something happens to you, you bust your tail to leave a legacy for your children. You know how to work a million dollar account now, but they don't, right? So that money's going to go away in uh, about what? Three, four, six months, a year, maybe, after they split it up and go buy cars and go buy a house or whatever they're going to do. So it's, I think that's important if we want to leave a legacy that we raise our kids a certain way, you know, teach them a certain way. Because if we don't do that, like I can't, you know, for the life of me, you know, I'm, I'm going to have another one. But for the life of me, God only blesses me with one child. And this guy gets left so much and he throws it away. I'm like, what did I do it for? What did I? So I have to try to, I guess at this point, do my best job, you know. And so this way they can't say they didn't know, you know, because the last thing I'm doing is, is, is building this huge thing for them to throw away. To me, that just just drives me mad. Um, but um, that's really it for me when it comes down to it, because I know if I was to talk to uh, my parents or talk out crazy, I would have been homeless as a child. You know, I, I would, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, I got kicked out when I was 16 years old. And my, I remember, I'll never forget. Who, who can remember that first beating, that beating that was crazy? Like, oh. George, okay, we gonna compare stories because I got one for you. Does it have to be with your mama? It do huh? Does it have to be the beating from Andrea, your mama? You're on punishment for the last call. I ain't talking to you. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm talking about my grandma. Thank you. <laughs> Did you. You better not be saying nothing crazy, George. What were you gonna say? No. No, I was gonna say my grandmother like that whole pick a switch thing. No, grandmother. Know. Yeah, pick a switch. The belt buckles. All yeah. that stuff is normal stuff. Like, okay, so what was the beatings? No. You had the belt buckles, you had the, the, the iron extension cord, you had the, the you know, the, uh, what is Whatever it? was Broom found stick. in the hand. Whatever was the hand, or the hand was the plan. You had nothing else, you had the hand, yep. you, had the, you had the extension cord. What else did we have? The switch, the pick a switch was devastating. Shoes. Shoes, yeah. right? Wheels track. Ooh, fine swatter. Who? Wait a minute, Hot Wheels. <laughs> you, George? I had, no, nah, that was me. I had, a, I had a, I had a, uh, my mom had a, a paddle from Great Adventure that had holes in it. <laughs> oh it the wind, like the wind ain't even oh, stopping. Right. Ooh, no, that that right there was the that was the truth. That was the true serum right there. That and is you, it, you remember getting hit and it stung you so much, like. Oh, you don't want to get that second one, and if you grab, you couldn't the, wipe it away. You grab the spread, you got more beat. Like, put it down. What? I'll show you. And I'll never forget those days. But I got one for you. This is it's tragic, but I don't care. So, mom came home. I'm. I gotta be 18. No, not 18. I gotta be 15 years old. Six, 15, six. Mom came home from work. Me and my little brother in the house. We lived in a one-bedroom apartment. 
right? This is Queens, New York. Flushing, as a matter of fact. So she came home, and for some reason that day, she looked at me, and she did not like me. Like, don't like my whole presence, right? So I'm going to be quiet, because I know who she is. You know who your mother is, right? Okay. I know who she is, so I'm going to be quiet. Dude, she, she stole me. I was sitting on the side of the bed watching TV, and out of nowhere, she pulled a Gino on me. Wah, wah. She hit me so hard, right? So now, get back to the part where, you know, I had, I had the hands, I took Kung Fu, I did all these different things, so now I'm blocking. Never block mom. You let her get her. Wow. Never block mom. So guess what happened next? I had a 15-pound weight. She threw it at me. No doubt. Oh, we're not done. Oh, this is going to get interesting. So she's like, what? Because I grabbed it from her, right? So she said, what? And then she got one of those, um, you remember those uh, electric brooms? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she started swinging at Ooh, ooh. So I grabbed it away from her. Remember, I'm bigger than her. And, you know, I'm, I'm strong, but she crazy. So that was that. So now I grabbed that. And then it's in my book, too. You'll be able to read it if you read it. So then she goes, okay, I got you. Walks into the kitchen and grabs a butcher knife. I go, mom, I'm going to forget you, my mother, if you don't put the knife down. She put the knife down and grabbed the hammer. <laughs> no joke. And chased me into the bathroom and was knocking on that door like crazy. And I just stayed in there until she went to sleep. <laughs> Stephanie, you threw, huh? It's bedtime, so the kids are distracting me, but I was laughing. I was <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, it, no, I, I got stories. I got some crazy, that's just crazy. I don't know, I mean, that's just crazy. So now you wonder why I'm cool now. Yeah, you got me beat. Uh, you got me beat, Kevin. Beat down? I, I got more than that. Trust me. That was just one of the... What's up, George? I see you. Yeah, I got, I got one for you. Like, Go ahead. I, I got one that, that, that the top deck. Uh, so I'm like in fifth grade. Uh -huh. And you know, in, uh, I'm from Philly. So we had the, uh, the school buses that we rode from school bus. And... Uh, we had a, a, this is not racist, but this is what it was. This is who I was. We had a white driver. Um, so one day I cussed her out from the front to the back. I'm only in fifth grade, like cussed her all, all the way out. Um, so I got kicked off the bus and got suspended, but didn't tell my mom. So the next day uh, we living in the project. So, you know, we come on time to go to the bus. You know, I'm driving to the bus. I'm like, I told my cousin, like, like, yo, I'm not going. Like, I'm about to run away. She's like, you can't run away. Like, like, yo, I'm not getting in that car. Like, I can't get on the bus. So she like, uh, you got to tell your mom. So I eventually told her. She said, go in the house. So I'm in the house all day long by myself, thinking about the ass whipping that I'm about to get all day long. Uh, she beat me to the point where, uh, like, you know, when I got the whipping, my timeout point was I need to go to the bathroom and just ran in, ran in the bathroom. My sister laughed. She still talks about it to this day. 
uh, my mother whipped me all over the apartment. Like she wouldn't stop. Like I, I, she waited for me to come out the bathroom. Like she, she did not get tired. She, she waited. Like you, you going to come out? Uh, that that was probably the the. I still remember that, and my sister still to this day laughs about it. Listen, I got I got I got one more. I'm gonna let it rock. This is funny though. It's not really that cute though, but it is what it is. I don't care because I'm older. But here's the funny part. So my brother, right? He never got beatings. So I was the one that just put the hammer down, right? So he told my dad, and he's like, I'm going to tell, tell dad. I was like, yeah, he always used to say that. So I didn't take him serious. So one Saturday morning, I'm in the bathroom doing the number two. The door opens. My dad goes, so you want to hit your brother? Okay. And his right foot connected. I and knocked me off the toilet bowl while I was taking a dump. <laughs> Craziness. Listen. <laughs> oh, maybe be my man. Now you got to clean up all that mess off the floor now. <laughs> Listen, do you know why I was so mean in the streets? Is that, is that why you don't want to do the number two diapers? Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was for that, okay? But I was mean. I was really mean. I was really mean. I was mean. I was quick, quick tempered, you know. And then I, and then I realized, because, um, you know, you can get yourself in trouble if you don't control yourself. So I, I pulled that back. But anyway, but I appreciate you guys for coming through. It's eight forty four. I want to get you guys off of the the set. But um, it's always good to have a, a different type of conversation than the ones yeah. we normally have. Um, so I appreciate you guys for showing up. All right, appreciate I'll see you guys it. out there. Yes, yes. Thank you, bud. All right, yes, definitely. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yeah.